1: Tell them like the beam now.
2: Tell them like the beam now. If you repping that kings like the beam now. Welcome to Royal Rebounds TV with Calvin and Barry. Just two crazy fans of the Sacramento Kings and they sharing their opinion. So be sure that you subscribe. It's for the fans by the fans. Whether you chilling on the couch or wilding in the stands. For laid back conversations about the Kings, subscribe here. Staying down until we come up thinking this gonna be our year. We're here drinking beer, talking about the Kings. Be sure you subscribe so you can hear that bell ring. yeah. What's up, Kings fans? Welcome back to Royal Rebounds, a Sacramento Kings YouTube channel for fans, by fans. Kings win tonight, 119-109 over the San Antonio Spurs. Shout out to everybody in the chat. I apologize. We had some technical difficulties. I love it when my computer crashes in the middle of the beginning of the stream. But hey, we're here. Uh, Kings win. We're going to light the beam tonight. Shout out to everybody joining in. Please don't forget to smash up that like button. Hit that subscribe button uh and i want to hear from you guys in the chat is the stream choppy is it okay please let me know calvin welcome in thanks man appreciate that how was your day today
3: it was long it was busy i literally just got in the door um so uh, unfortunately you're the analyst tonight man because i i haven't even seen a single second of the game
2: all you need to know is the Kings win.
3: I did know that.
2: Huge game for Domas like Sabonis. like the Fox and Sabonis show. 17 and points show. in the first quarter for Domas in this game. Huge win for the Sacramento Kings. And yeah, Barry's the analyst tonight, so let's go ahead and get started. I'll give my first thoughts on the game tonight. It was a rough start for the Sacramento Kings. They were down uh, after the first quarter of this game. They fought back in the second. They played exceptional in the third, and they closed it out in the fourth. Big nights by De'Aaron Fox, a double-double for him. A big night for Domas Sabonis. I mentioned 17 points in the first quarter of this game. Another double-double for him, leading the NBA. I believe that's 39 double-doubles now for Domas. Uh, So absolutely huge, huge game for him. And the most important part, Kings win. They light the beam. I love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you like me with the clean hair. And shout out to you, Jesus. You're right. There were two Arcos, just like there were two intros to tonight's stream. So no worries there. So, Calvin, uh, I guess uh, we can hear about your day at work then. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, w- I won't bore people too
3: much, but it, it was a busy day on the pool deck today. Yeah. Awesome. A, lo- a, lot, of, a lot of guests. Um, if anybody's ever worked with the POS system micros... You know my pain, that was the reason why it took me so long to get out of there. Tanaka, what's up? Laner dude, what's up? Pat, what's up? Good to see you guys. Um, Yeah, unfortunately, I apologize. I'm not going to have too many in-depth or uh, existential thoughts about the game tonight, but if you want to know how to be a pool server, I can tell you all about that. (laughs) I can go into as much detail as you want.
2: I was reading an article today that was it was actually hilarious. And uh, don't worry, Kings fans, we're gonna talk about the game. Nick, I see you there. We'll we'll bring you up on the stage when we're fun when we're done breaking down the game. Uh, but I was reading an article today, Calvin, and it was written by bartenders. And it was uh, describe each person based on their drink. And man, was there a bunch of hilarious ones in there. One <laughs> of my favorites, the Mai Tai. It says you love exotic places, but you're not you don't get a passport. So I I thought that was absolutely (laughs) hilarious. (laughs) That's pretty funny. There's a lot of people here that come here to Hawaii, have Mai Tais uh, because they want an exotic experience inside the United States. And a lot of people actually uh, forget that we are in the United States here in Maui, Hawaii. So uh, shout out to Maui. Uh, Calvin, what do you do?
3: Uh, Well,
2: Brian, after that explanation or that story by
3: Barry, you can probably guess what the most commonly ordered drink is. I am not an exotic. exotic dancer even in my free time. Uh, I work for Hyatt Hotels. Uh, I'm a pool server at one, the main pool bar here in Maui. Uh, so as you can imagine, it is very busy. Uh, I had the biggest, largest area to cover today, too, which is good for money, um, but bad when there's a Kings game and they play on the road and it's an early okay. start. So.
2: What a hard day for Calvin, walking around the pool in 70-plus degree weather with his sunglasses on, enjoying the sun.
3: I do like walks on the beach, Jesus is absolutely <laughs> correct about that. Funny story about the Mai Tai, Barry, you know this one. Yeah. A lot of people think that Mai Tais are a Hawaiian drink. I think we we asked that. Are, well, I kind of just gave it away. But yeah, but where is it from? If anybody knows where the Mai Tai was originally invented, and I'll give you guys a hint. Don't Google that. You should either. be able to get close, given the geographic location here of a lot of the, the viewers, so...
2: Yes. Where did the Mai Tai originate? I believe it was in the late 40s. Yes. Um, But let us know which city it originated. Bonus points for you. Also, make sure you guys hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Uh, We're going to light the beam at 30 likes tonight. So when we get to 30 likes, we are lighting the beam. But hey, let's jump here into the box score. As you can see down below here, uh, Kings win 119-109, Domas Sabonis, 37 minutes of action, uh, 34 points, 11 rebounds, four assists. Only picks up three personal fouls in this game after fouling out in the previous game. Harrison Barnes, 14 points, six rebounds, and assist tonight in 36 minutes of action. Five of nine from the field. Keegan Murray, rough, rough night for Keegan Murray. Only two points. Did not make a field goal in this game. Was 0 of 8 from the field, 0 of 6 from three-point range. Not something you'd expect out of Keegan. Uh, 27 minutes of action, 7 rebounds, 2 assists. Deer and Fox, big game for him. 31 points, 2 rebounds, 10 assists, 13 of 23 from the field. Calvin, we've seen a lot of high usage of Deer and Fox, especially taking a lot of shots. I believe 27 shots in the last game, 23 tonight. Uh, all that in 38 minutes of action. 2 of 4 from 3 point range. De'Aaron makes some buckets. He also moves back into number 1 in clutch time scoring. We'll talk about that a little bit later on the show. Kevin Herter another rough uh rough going for him. Only 19 minutes tonight for Kevin Herter. 2 of 5 from the field, 5 points, a rebound and two assists. Trey Lyles five rebounds and uh or sorry five points and one rebound off the bench in twenty minutes of action four points for Metu zero points for Davion in ten minutes Terrence Davis two points for him and a huge huge game by Malik Monk twenty two points four rebounds five assists and thirty three minutes eight of thirteen from the field two of three and a chain from three point range and the chain did he get the chain according to sass
3: sass is my malik monk expert okay so i
2: go to him, i go to him for everything malik monk dude yeah tell me about it i should have i should have worn the monk jersey the last couple games i've been should have been wearing the monk jersey i'm sorry guys I, i'm really sorry i was trying to get the stream ready for you the computer was lagging as you guys saw it was crashing in the middle of the intro song calvin was coming up late uh so i was trying to <laughs> help him out not nothing against calvin it just when he's late it, it puts a little bit more on my plate so uh I, I will wear the Malik Monk jersey very, very soon. Very, very soon. Also, dude, I you gotta see this, this missed dunk by Malik Monk. I heard about probably it. the dunk of the year if he made that. Wow. It was exceptional.
3: And everyone uh, talks
2: about how small Malik Monk is. That dude was crazy. I don't know how he how he hopped like that. Like he literally <laughs> took off from like two feet past the bunnies. free throw line and tried to dunk on somebody. Must be the shoes. It was incredible. Shout out to everybody in the chat. D Fox collector. What is that? X soldier. Jim PK, Brian Lane, Uh, Tanaka is here. Uh, Who else? Uh, Who else was, did Lane say was watching with him? Pat. Oh, and Pat shout out to my guy, Pat Uh, Alfie man. Bouncer as always. Welcome in everybody. Callum is here. Good to see you guys. Sass is here. Can't forget about Sass. Sass is always, always bringing the Sass. Um, Okay. Calvin. So, You have no idea what to talk about. (laughs) That's right. I have absolutely nothing. You know what I should have done was I shouldn't have read the box score and I should have been like, don't look (laughs) at the screen. Calvin, what do you think happened?
3: Well, I do know this. Okay. Tomorrow is a pretty important day. Do you know what happens tomorrow? Groundhog Day. That is true. But in the basketball world, it's a pretty
2: important day. It is an important day. They announced
3: the? The All-Star Reserves. Yes. So it comes as no surprise to me. That DeMontis Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox have huge games on the eve of the all-star reserve
2: selection. Yeah, and, and actually during the game today, I don't know if you guys were watching or if you were in the same boat as Calvin, but during the game tonight, uh, I don't remember who it was. If, I think it was Katie, Somebody said they were interviewing uh, an executive in the league. They asked two questions. One, does De'Aaron Fox deserve to be an all-star this season? Two, did you vote for De'Aaron Fox? Both yeses. Huge. That's huge. Uh, and then we also have injury concerns that we're monitoring as well. If, if players are injured and not able to play during the all-star game, they get replaced. Um, so, they're, oh, yeah, Mark Jones. Uh, good job. Dude, Sass has always got my back. Sass is negative always. at times, but Sass pays a lot of attention, which oh, absolutely. is great. Very, very, very important. Got to love a critical thinker. Got to love it. All right, let's take a look here at the team stats. Man, dude, the Internet has been so slow in Maui today. Uh, Kings shoot 53.3% from the field as opposed to 54.5% for the San Antonio Spurs. Almost 30% from the three-point range for the Kings as opposed to 33.3%. For the Spurs, 78% at the free throw line for the Kings. Uh, they did get out-rebounded tonight, 40-34. to 34. 25 assists uh, as opposed to 30 assists tonight for the Spurs. 10 steals for the Kings, which is absolutely huge. And then you look at the turnover number. Only 10 turnovers tonight for the Kings as opposed to 18 for the San Antonio Spurs. I think that was a huge difference maker in this game. And also points in the paint. 74 points in the paint uh, for the Kings as opposed to 68 for the Spurs, the Kings were up by 13 at one point in this game. But, Calvin, I mean, I, I think we should go over your keys to the game. Let's do it.
3: Once again, I'm unprepared. I forgot my computer <laughs> in, okay. in the rush to get into the, the studio. Jay, thank you for the shout-out. You can absolutely
2: get an autograph yeah. at a game, uh, playoff game. That's probably the next time we'll be in Sacramento And and I always forget to do this to start the show Shout out to Young Zell Young Zell puts out amazing, amazing music We've been blessed He allows us to use a bunch of his songs for the intro So uh, hopefully hopefully you guys enjoy it Because you're going to be hearing a lot more of Young Zell And and definitely shout out to him Big, big Kings fan The goal is to get Young Zell to perform Light the Bean at halftime of a Kings game I, I think that would be absolutely huge did they change the like button thing here on the chat? I see hearts and stuff flying up the side. Yeah, there's I mean. all sorts of crazy stuff going on. I don't know. Maybe it's me. Is Maybe. it me? Maybe. Okay. I, I don't know. Anyways. I look. don't notice it. I'll remind you your, your three keys to the game. Number one, let it rain. <laughs> right? Yeah. Number two. Sail on that one. Play the passing lanes. Number three, limit their bench. So, let's check in on those. Uh, let it rain. You, can you elaborate there and we can uh, we can take a look? Uh, well, San
3: Antonio is the only team in the NBA that allows opponents to shoot. They're the, the lowest in this category in the league, but allows opponents to shoot 40% from three. So I thought this might be a game where they could get their outside shot right. Turns out I was wrong, but that's okay because they dominated inside.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, big game by Keegan Murray would have helped this. A big game by Kevin Herter would have helped this number. Both of them did not shoot well tonight. Like I said, only 29.6% for the Kings from three-point range, but they shot 27 threes in this game. They were definitely gunning. Uh, They were gunning uh, for Calvin's key to the game. Uh, The second key was play the passing lanes. Uh, Ten steals tonight for the Sacramento Kings. Yeah,
3: thumbs up on this one. Both of these
2: teams are in the top four in the NBA in assists per game.
3: Uh, They like to share the ball. They like to spread it around. Uh, and so, you know, turnovers is obviously a, a, an important statistic for every team in every game. To only have 10 turnovers in this game, also get 10 steals, that's definitely doing a good job.
2: Yes. Uh, PK, I am enjoying an old-fashioned. Uh, I've been drinking a lot of old-fashions lately. One, they're delicious. Uh, and two, it makes me drink a lot slower, which, which I like. Funny, in that article – they had people that drink old fashions, and you know what the bartenders commented on? Uh, I can guess. I can. Okay, let's let's hear your... Let's here. hear your, I mean, you've bartended, you've
3: served. I have quite bartended, a few. served quite a few. Drank quite a few old fashions. It's my favorite yeah. cocktail. So,
2: if you did not know me, and I ordered this from your bar, what's going through your head? This guy is fill in the blank. This guy is uh, laid
3: back, old timer. Okay. Um.
2: Old fashioned. Oh, he's no, no pun fashioned. intended. Got it. Got it. Okay. Well, the article said he either knows nothing about alcohol or he knows a lot about alcohol, That's and he's totally trying fair to be fancy. Totally fair. So there we go. I'm enjoying it. I guess I'm fancy, and and maybe I know a lot about alcohol. Maybe I don't. Who knows? Um, the third key to the game was limit the bench. Of the Spurs, I'm gonna butcher a bunch of these names, uh, <laughs> just so you know. I've never even heard of this guy before. Branham, who the who the Malachi hell Malachi Branham? Malachi Branham. Huge game. Normally, we Big don't even like game. to go over Big their numbers, game. but 22 points for him tonight, 19 points for Josh Richardson. I know a ton of Kings fans have been talking about Josh Richardson and what he could bring to the Sacramento Kings. Honestly, he's not on my list, uh, but he is he is a good player. So, 19 points for him, and then 14 points for Zach Collins, a guy that was drafted by the Sacramento Kings, I believe with the 10th pick uh, the same year De'Aaron Fox was drafted. He was in Portland, dealt with some injuries. Now, he's back on the Spurs. Big night for him. 14 points uh, for Zach Collins in only 19 minutes. Seven of nine uh, from the field for him.
3: Yeah, yeah. San Antonio is number one in the NBA in bench points per game. I think it's a little over 43 per game. So they they clearly rely heavily. I mean, they're a very young team, struggling team, get blown out a lot, which means you're going to play, uh, you know, your bench a lot of minutes on a lot of nights more than contending teams. So it makes a lot of sense that their bench scores a lot of points. but Yep.
2: Jeff, the lefty's here. Gotham. Gotham, thank you. Have a good night. We appreciate you. We know you watch later on, so go for it. And, guys, only five more likes till we light the beam. So, please, please smash up that like button. Um, and I have some interesting stuff to talk about later. So, don't forget. To stay in, uh, on, on the stream here Because we have uh, some really, really important things To talk about uh, 12-2 run by the Kings in the second quarter of this game Was huge We saw an alley-oop from, uh, from Fox Two Monk that was huge. Monk had a couple dunks in this game. Like I mentioned, the missed dunk. Um, The Kings only had two threes in the first half of this game, which was pretty wild. You look at a lot of these stats and you'd be like, wow, the Kings won this game. They got out-rebound in this game. They got out-shot from the three-point line. Uh, You know, But the the steals were huge. The turnovers were huge. Uh, So that definitely made the difference uh, in this game. Um, A couple things to note here. Seven more games left until the All-Star break. And the Spurs are now on a seven-game losing streak, Calvin. They lost yes. 10 out of the last 11 games. Uh, not good to be a Spurs fan. Maybe they get Victor Wambayama. Who knows? Greg Popovich is, is uh, holding himself back from ripping out his hair. Uh, you know, it's crazy to think. <laughs> well, he
3: did say at, um, what was it, at the pre- oh, yes. preseason press conference this year that they were not making the NBA Finals, or don't bet on them to make the NBA Finals. Who's the girl here?
2: I, I don't know what that means. If that's a shot at Nicole. the long hair, that's messed up. <laughs> I think it's Nicole, dude. The hair is supposed to be down, Calvin. What are you You're doing? You're right. I
3: know. I'm sorry, man. I literally ran part of the way here, so I'm still like really hot. I didn't want to let the I, hair dude, down I'm yet hot because too. I don't know what it is, dude. It's it's hot. Uh, as you know, it's hot with long it's hair. It's been raining here for a week. It's very muggy outside. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, give light. me Can give me do- a few more minutes, and I'll I'll let the hair down. One more like, and we light the beam. We light the beam. I know you guys want to see the beam lit, so might as well light the beam. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Uh, In the beginning of the season, right, they interviewed Popovich. They said, what what keeps you here with the team? And he said, the paycheck. He said the paycheck. So, I mean, he gets paid whether they win or lose. Yes. Um, but I want to talk about... The Spurs, normally we don't talk a ton about the other team. Um, however, the Spurs team has been an incredible team for a really, really long time. And I think the Kings have an opportunity to potentially do that. We have some young stars on this team. Uh, they could be good for the next 10 years. So I definitely want to talk about that. But hey, let's light the beam, Calvin. Light the effing beam. Light
3: the effing beam. Why not? Light
2: the beam now. I wish I was a rapper, dude. My, my next life, I'll be a rapper. Look crazy thing like, want to be rappers yeah. rappers want to be ballers exactly right basketball players want to be rappers rappers want to be basketball players calvin i'm not either i mean i like to play basketball i like rap music but i'm not a rapper or a baller.
3: i i wouldn't call myself either at this point in life but i did play basketball for a long time competitively and i performed an original rap song that i wrote on stage in front of 500 people so yeah.
2: I check a cool. couple boxes. That's pretty cool. We'll have to get you to write another song and perform it here live. Maybe uh, when the Kings make the playoffs. Okay, that'd be a good one. Maybe uh, Young Zell, hit me up. We can do a, a collab. You see the beam? The beam's lit. It's the beam there. is lit. It's there. It's going to be there for the rest the of the beam stream. It's lit. So we listen to you guys. We appreciate you all. How many likes do we hear? The Island Boys tonight, Cal. Oh man, uh,
3: thirty-two right now. How about go fifty? We'll, we'll go. Yeah, let's go forty-five.
2: 45. All right. Watch the bandwagons come into this chat. Just watch. Yeah, I totally agree, Nicole. Shout out to you. Uh, Kyle and I have been doing this this show for a, a few years now, and it's really interesting seeing, you know, how the fan base changes a little bit when you start winning. Um, there's still a lot of people uh, that are negative, Right which I get it you know we're battered we're bruised we're fans uh, you know for a long time we you know like i had one of our one of our neighbors here was just asking me uh you know an hour ago how does it feel the kings are good blah blah blah. and i'm like i it hasn't hit me yet you know like, <laughs> yeah. it hasn't hit me yeah, and he's ask like me Why? in april you expect them to, to just like fuck it all up from now on and i'm like no i didn't say that i just said like it doesn't really feel real like Cal, i i'm i'm the guy that like I'm not on vacation until I'm on vacation. I'm not the person that's like, a week from now, I'm going on vacation. Three days left till vacation. Oh, vacation tomorrow. No, like once I get to the airport, then I'm like, okay, I get through security. Then I'm like, okay, vacation, you know. (laughs) Stop at the bar, get a couple beverages so I can sleep on the flight. That's when I get excited. So I'm excited right now for the Kings, but I'm I'm holding myself back uh, until it's official. Then, then, then I'm letting loose, and, and it's really, really going to get yeah, crazy. job's not done, right? Job's not done. Great. Job's point. not done. Great point. So, anyways, I want to talk a little bit about the Spurs. Um, you know, they, they were exceptional for so long. I want to say 20 years or so of, you know, making the playoffs every single year. Yes, they had great players in David Robinson, uh, Tim Duncan, Ginobili, Parker, and they actually drafted Kawhi. really well too, right? Didn't they <laughs> draft Paul George? I believe they drafted Paul George and traded him for George Hill or something like that. Uh, They drafted Kawhi Leonard. They did. Um, So, you know, I want to hear from you. You know, for a team to have sustained success for a long period of time like that, what do you think it ultimately comes down to, right? Like, I mean, I could say you need a good owner that's willing to spend. You need a capable uh, GM. You need a coach that's there generally for a long time, right? Because coaching changes definitely correlate with like losing yeah. records and stuff like that. So stability, I guess, is, is the key that I'm pointing to. But I want to hear from you. What, what makes a franchise like the Spurs good for so long?
3: Well, it's all of those things that you mentioned. Um, luck plays an incredibly large role in all of this. Uh, I mean, yes, you can say that it's great to draft well, um, but when you have a player like David Robinson uh, and he, you, you deal with a lot of injuries that year and you luck your way into the number one pick and end up getting Tim Duncan, that that is very, a very lucky thing, right? Mm-hmm. And that subsequently added, you know, maybe 10, 15 years of sustained success for them. A healthy Tim Duncan. A healthy Tim Duncan, yeah. So uh, all of that stuff fits into it. It, It's um, organizational structure, you know, continuity, stability, those things that you talked about, having a great coach, uh, but also having a good working relationship with the front office, being on the same page, stability in that right, um, and then luck when it comes to staying healthy across the board uh, as a team,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. So the reason I bring this up is is I feel like the Kings have a, a pretty good opportunity here. They have a really young GM. I mean, Mike Brown's got a lot of coaching experience, but he's still pretty young, wh- which is crazy to think about. Um, you know, Wes Wilcox is pretty young, De'Aaron Fox. we got Sabonis, obviously Keegan Murray and some of these other players. Uh, I think the Kings have a pretty unique opportunity here, to be good for a long time and maybe I'm getting ahead of myself if you guys feel like I'm totally out of line let me know in the chat Um, but I think the Kings do have a unique opportunity here to be good for a long time and the reason I say that is you look at a lot of the teams in the division right the Lakers they're aging they're getting old they don't have many draft picks You look at a team like the Warriors, similar, right? I expect them to do better this year than they are doing, um, but they're kind of in the same spots. Curry's getting older. We'll see what happens with Draymond at the end of the year. Klay Thompson's getting older. Yes, they have some young players, but I don't think they're really ready to step up. You look at the Clippers, right? No draft picks, aging stars, stuff like that. So I think the Kings have a really, really unique opportunity here to be good for an extended period of time. What do you think they need to do to maintain that? to, uh, you know, become the next San Antonio Spurs in terms of, like, winning for a long period of time?
3: Uh, well, they have to stay healthy, uh, obviously. Um, they have to, I think they've done a good job of doubling down on the stability of the organization, right? They, they found a coach uh, who they think, you know, so far is doing a great job and, and should be the guy that can lead them for years to come rather than the revolving door at head coach that this and many other losing franchises see a lot. Uh, They extended Monty McNair to match with that. They're very comfortable with the direction the front office is taking, the scouting, the drafting has been great, all of that stuff. Um, And and they are young too, right? I think the missing component here is going to be uh, continuing to draft well and perhaps finding that either diamond in the rough in the draft that's going to end up being... You know, like Mono Ginobili and Draymond Green, for example, when we're looking at those two franchises, both second-round picks. Um, and they struck gold on those picks, right? Yeah, yeah. Y- you don't have to get a Hall of Famer in the second round, but if you're able to find somebody that is a key contributor, uh, you know, and is a guy that's contributing for a long time, that that is going to go a lot, long way. So whether they're able to uh, get the franchise and the organization to a, a standpoint where, Big time free agents actually consider Sacramento as a viable destination, which is definitely a possibility. You know, if you continue to succeed like this and you've got the pillars, you've got a good head coach that's been to the NBA finals, won a championship. Those are all things that entice free agents to come. Right. So that or being able to continue to, to hit in the draft and find another potential all star To be that third guy, maybe it's Keegan Murray, maybe he develops into that, Mm -hmm. but I think you still are going to have to probably find one more piece in there.
2: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I think, you know, one thing that Monty's proven, and shout out to him, he did get the extension, if you haven't been paying attention. He is extended, Wes Wilcox is extended as well. I believe both of their contracts line up with the contract for Mike Brown, so we know we're going to have those guys for a little while. Um, But I think one thing he's proven in his time in Sacramento, not only has he made smart trades, signed players, stuff like that, but he's just drafted so, so well. He's drafted exceptionally well in the last three draw drafts. I think he's hit on every single one. I still think a lot of people are, are so, so on a guy like Davion Mitchell. They want to see more, but guys, this guy is so limited. I believe he only got like 10 minutes of action tonight. So he's really limited in the amount of minutes that he actually gets on the court. But I do think he's a stud and I love the defense that he brings to this team. But back to my point, I, I think stability, right? In, in coaching staff, front office, and then drafting well. I think those three things together, plus, like you said, the luck. There's a little bit of a luck factor, right? It's I, a huge factor. I feel like in every season it's there's, a, there's a luck factor. Uh, of course. Winning a title of course. takes a little bit of luck. Uh, you know, winning an MVP award takes a little bit of luck. Uh, and just being good for a long time takes a little bit of luck. And, and what I mean by luck is is luck and staying healthy, right? You've got to be there on the court to do all that stuff. So with a little bit of luck, I think consistency on on the front office, the coaching staff, and drafting well, uh, I think this team can be good for a really, really long time. So I'm really, really excited for that. They are definitely on the right path, for sure. So they have definitely, definitely, uh, you know, turned the corner. Um, I mean, Calvin, I'd love to ask you what you thought about uh, Keegan Murray's game tonight. Uh, but, you know, I guess I'll talk about it. Uh, 27 minutes of action, 0 of 8 from the field, 0 of 6 from three-point range, only puts up two points, but seven rebounds in this game. Um, I-, I talked about it on a couple streams ago. Some people weren't weren't that happy in the chat. Uh, Shout-out to Skip. We appreciate you, Skip. Uh, a couple people that's weren't the- that happy in the chat, and they were saying, oh, th- I was talking about Herter and Barnes, right? And they're like, Herter and Barnes didn't have a good game. And I'm like, that's not what I was saying. What I was saying is they didn't shoot well. But what I love about this team is guys are finding ways to be impactful on the court, even when they're not shooting well. Tonight, you look at the seven rebounds by Keegan Murray. Uh, Keegan Murray had a zero-rebound game earlier in the season. He got called out by Mike Brown. He's tried much, much harder, and he's responded. I believe the last game, he had a double-double, 13-13. So, you know, maybe he wasn't shooting well tonight. I still like the defensive effort that he was putting out there. He's not perfect. He does have a lot of room to grow in that category, but he's trying. He's putting in the effort, which is half of the defensive battle in the first place, and he's getting rebounds, which I think is exceptionally – it it is so, so important. So, unfortunately, Keegan did not have a great shooting uh, game tonight, but he did – He did give it his all, which is all you can really ask for for these players. You know, I don't think I've seen a single Kings player give up in a game this year, which is really, really important. I also want to give a shout out to Mike Brown because I saw a moment in this game where Keegan Murray made a mistake on the defensive end of the floor. Mike Brown calls a timeout. He runs out on the court. He grabs Keegan, and he's literally coaching Keegan Murray on the court during the timeout, explaining things to him, saying, here, come here. He's pushing them. He's saying, do this, get down here, go this way. And he's just breaking down every single aspect. There's not a lot of coaches in the NBA that do that, Calvin. Not a lot of coaches. I mean, Greg Popovich, like I said, one of my favorite coaches. I think one of the best coaches of all time. He's not getting out on the court and grabbing his rookie and pointing at spots. Maybe he does it in practice. He's not doing it in the middle of a timeout, in the middle of game.
3: Yeah, I mean, there are... I think that's a situational thing, you, you know, certainly Coach Pop knows how to coach, right, and he probably knows how to coach rookies, um, it, it's, it, it is what it is, you, you have to have a guy that, that that's going to be your coaching style, first of all, you have to have guys that are going to respond well to that, Keegan does definitely respond well to, to the tough love, the, the tough coaching style. Um, that Mike Brown has at times, but I, I think Mike Brown seems to be the type of guy that has a good mix of, of everything, uh, a little bit of praise, a little bit of excitement and energy, uh, yeah. but also is the type of guy that, that, uh, if you make a mistake or, or you are in the wrong, uh, spot defensively, so on and so forth, it, you're going to get your ass called out, whether it's on the bench or in the locker room and probably both. So I think those are all good traits to have of a coach in order, in my opinion, in order to be a good head coach, you've got to be somebody that is going to uh, be intimidating and, you know, in a sense, strike fear into players in certain situations. Um, But you're also going to be a guy that, that gives praise and, and credit when credit is due. And Mike does that time and time again, every post game press conference. I'm sure he does it even more behind closed doors and during practice. Yep. Uh, and just to add to, you know, you're talking about what you're saying about Keegan Murray here. Yeah, he did not shoot well today. And yes, he did have a shooting slump earlier on the season. But I hope nobody is, is uh, you know, going to criticize him too hard. We are talking about a guy that has led the NBA in three-point shooting percentage the last two months. The NBA, yeah. not rookies the entire fucking league. So he's played extremely, extremely well. And that's for a guy that's also taking a bunch of attempts a game. It's not like he takes two or three, you know, so he, he puts it up.
2: And you look at the the rookie leaders in three-pointers made, Keegan Murray's on top. He's up by like He's on 40 pace to break the record this yeah, season. Donovan like,
3: Mitchell, I think, 186 yeah, or something and like I that. I think
2: he's got like 115 or 17 or something like that. Crazy. And the next person in second place was at like 80. Yeah. So he's got like almost 40 more, which is absolutely ridiculous in my mind. Uh so back to back to Mike Brown here. Um you know, do you know how old Mike Brown is? Uh, I'm going to say before you, before you guess, he, he, uh, was assistant coach in 1997 through 99 as the wizards. He was with Popovich as an assistant 2000 to 2003. He took over or was assistant with the Pacers 2003 to 2005, and then took over head coaching duties in 2005 with LeBron James in Cleveland. That was 18 years ago. Yeah. That man. That was a long time ago. I'll say 51. Very close. He's only 52 years old. 52. Which is crazy for a guy that's been a head coach in the NBA uh, for, I mean, not consecutively, but it's been 18 years since he's had a head coaching position in the NBA. Coffee man, hit it on the head. Right Absolutely wild. And I, I think that that really helps him in coaching a guy like Keegan Murray because Mike Brown was really thrown into the fire in, in Cleveland and being a head coach of a guy like LeBron James, you know, where the expectations are so high. He was a rookie head coach. Um, and, and I think he, he kind of stumbled uh, out of the gate, you know, then he got better. They made it to the finals. They got their asses whooped in the finals. Uh, then LeBron left Cleveland. He bounced around to a couple different franchises, settled in Golden State, uh, and I thought he did an exceptional job in Golden State. A lot of people are like, oh, he's an assistant coach, blah, blah, whatever. But, you know, you know, a lot of guys, even in the NFL, right, where you see guys that are head coaches, they lose their head coaching job, they go, they'd be a coordinator somewhere else, whether it's offenses or defensive coordinator for five, ten years then the next time they get an off or a a head coaching job, they absolutely kill it because they've had that time to, it's almost like business school, right? When you go to business school, they don't recommend that you get your master's right afterwards. They want you to spend some time in the field, learning real world things before you go back and you learn the rest. Um, So I I think that that's kind of on like where Mike Brown is at here was he got thrown into the fire. Uh, It was, everything was coming at him real fast. He had to learn on the fly Then he had to take a step back, learn from a guy like Steve Kerr, who was also a rookie head coach. Uh, Not when Mike Brown was with him, but when he took over, he was. And and I think he got to see kind of what winning basketball, what winning culture looks like. And then finally, the opportunity presents itself. He wanted to go to Sacramento. And and I think he's really building off of a lot of those lessons he learned. And I think that that really helps him relate to a guy like Keegan Murray, who's so young. He's thrown in in the fire here in Sacramento. We're trying to make the playoffs. We're trying to win basketball games. He's a rookie. He's a starter. Yes, he does make mistakes, but I think Mike Brown really comes and helps him, lifts him up. So uh, that's just kind of a, a long rant that I that I put together there. But I uh, I just I'm so happy with all these guys. I really am. Absolutely. I really absolutely. really am.
3: Third um, in the West. Third. That's all you got to say. The West, in the West, which is absolutely first in the division, green. third
2: in the West. Ridiculous. All right. Do we want to talk about any anything else in this game? Because we got some housekeeping things to talk about here. Well, I think you know my answer. I (laughs) I still watch the game game after this. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, let's hear from Nick. I want to I want to hear from Nick real quick. We'll hear what Nick has to say, and uh, and then we can talk about some housekeeping things. Maybe Nick can be you tonight. What's up, Nick? How are you, buddy? Uh, Good.
4: So. We did tonight. We light the beam tonight. We won their game tonight. And
2: why not light the beam? Five laser. Why not? I love it, Nick. Calvin didn't get to watch the game tonight, Nick. So you're going to be my co host. Is that okay? Yes. All right. Give me your first thoughts on the game tonight. My
4: first thoughts today was the game was you no. Know, we got to shoot, shoot some three pointers. The Kings, there was a made some three pointers. They played with a good defense tonight. They played really good defense. And just remember, when you play good defense, you win your game. And you're at 29 wins right now. So, when you beat the Indiana Pacers on Friday? That's where they go to. Next stop, Indiana.
2: Dude, next stop. He's Indiana. already getting ahead of himself. He's like, I don't want to <laughs> so talk about the next up, Let's talk about Friday. Tomorrow, I want to light the other beam.
4: And, and then tomorrow, we're going to wait until tomorrow, see what happens. The bonus, yes. If it, it, our our, our all stars, is the bonus and Fox are probably are going to possibly go to the pool, potentially potentially um go to the all star in Utah. So can they go to the all star If if they
2: make the all stars, we should be having a, we should have a chat on Royal Rebound. Hell yeah, dude! Let's do it. Um, I mean, Let's it's kind of like a punishment getting sent to Utah, but I get it. You know, these guys want to be all stars; <laughs> they want the recognition. But Nick, if I, I want to get back to tonight's game here for a little bit. Did you see that that missed dunk by Malik Monk?
4: Yes, I did. That was what crazy. did you think of that? Well, um, I I think it was I think it's pretty good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would have made it because that, that was exceptional. I don't know how that guy can jump that high. Can you jump that high, Nick? I don't think I can. I don't think I can <laughs> when I could play
4: basketball and jump that high when I play ball. I mean, I mean, no, I don't think I can.
2: Yeah, uh, Jeff, Jeff's in the chat here. Jeff, there's no back-to-back game tomorrow. What Nick was referring to is tomorrow uh, they announced the All-Star Reserves, so that's big uh, for big Fox big, and big Sabonis. Big. And then the next game is against the Pacers Great. and potentially Tyrese Halliburton because he might play in this game on Friday. Uh, but we'll talk about that. Uh, what did you think about the big game by Domas Sabonis tonight? Night, or Sorry, 17 points in the first quarter tonight, Nick.
4: Good defense. Good defense. <laughs>
2: defense. All right. Okay. I know what you want to talk about tonight. You want to talk about the defense. Only hundred and nine yeah. points allowed by the Kings. I believe ten steals for them tonight, right? Yes. What did you what did you see different? What what did they do differently on the defensive end of the floor tonight? I I think what they did different is is playing
4: really good and winning their ball game and you know, doing what you got to do is win your ball game. And, you know, they do pretty good. Good defense. Winning your games, And, you know, it's, this is what I like. Yeah. And if you, can keep, if you can keep winning your game, then you're, you're, like, right behind Memphis Grizzlies right now. You're, like, at
2: 29 wins. I like it. 29 wins. I like it. All right, right last question before I let you go, Nick. I know you want to talk about the future, so let's talk about the future. Uh, What position do you see the Kings in the West when the season's over? Well,
4: um.
2: Regular season.
4: Regular season is over. I I, I think, you know, I'll be happy.
2: You said what?
4: I, I I I I'm not I'm not sure, but you know I'm not sure what I'm gonna do yet.
3: Oh come on, Nick! We need a we need a spot from you. Pick a pick a number, one pick, one pick to a, six.
2: Pick a number between one and three. <laughs> I think third pick. He what what six. was it? Six?
4: No, number three. Oh, number three. three. Yes, okay, number I
2: like
3: three. it. I, I was
4: a little if concerned there for a second. Hey, pick number three. If, gonna, if, if we go to the playoffs, the city of Sacramento is gonna go crazy.
2: I like oh, you're
3: it. right about that. I like it.
2: All right, Nick. Well, we're gonna let you go. Appreciate you joining in, uh, and we'll be live on Twitter Spaces after the stream. So hopefully, uh, we'll get to talk to you a little bit more.
4: Uh, okay. Have a good night. Sleep uh, beam. Sleep beam.
2: See you soon, buddy. righty. All right, dude. I love it when Nick joins in. Always good. Always good to hear from him. Uh, but hey, uh, let's jump back here. Uh, like I said, we do have some. Uh, you know some duties to attend to. First off, hope you guys are enjoying. The pull, um, I thought it was uh, one of the best dunks of the season. If, if it was made, it would have been one of the best dunks, if not the best dunk of the season. It was exciting to watch. Like I said, if you have not seen it, like Calvin, re-watch it. <laughs> just re-watch that thing. I think I, I watched the replay like four times, and I didn't even pause it. They showed the replay like four different times. Even like two minutes later, they're like, back to the replay of that missed dunk. And I was like, hell yeah, just keep showing that play. Uh, he's going to get one of those. He's going to get one, and it is incredible. Dude, it was so exciting. (laughs) Why not, Brian? Why not? Calvin, it was so exciting that the Spurs bench went crazy.
3: Uh, You know it's big when the opposing team's
2: bench gets hype. Yeah, absolutely crazy. But, hey, uh, I'm going to end the poll here. And uh, I've been listening Oh, man, you guys guys. are
3: killing me. I'm so hungry. I see lasagna and pad thai in the chat. Uh,
2: Why not order a Mai Tai? Why
3: not order a Mai Tai and a pad thai and all of
2: the above? I'm starving. Okay, we'll get there in a second, Calvin. Uh, okay, first off, we need to talk about Keegan Murray. Yes, he didn't have a great game tonight, but he was named to the Rising Stars game on All-Star yes. Weekend. He will be in Utah, whether he likes it or not. <laughs> very, very exciting, Calvin. What do you think we're going to see out of Keegan in, in that game? I think we're going to see a lot of threes. A lot of threes. Let it rain. Three he may
3: maybe even competes in the three point contest,
2: right? That would be exciting. When did should. they announce that, leading the league I in three I point percentage
3: something. the last two months, you should be in the three point I
2: contest. I thought I saw an article about Kevin Hurt or something in the All-Star Weekend. I missed that one. But I don't know exactly what it said. Do you know when they announced the three point and dunk contests, people? It's gotta be any day now, right? It ha
3: well, I know some people have already announced for the dunk contests, like okay. Shaden Sharp, uh Kenny Martin Jr. Is in. Aaron Gordon said he would do it if he made the All Star team. So I guess we'll find out tomorrow. Okay. If he's going to
2: be in the dunk contest or not. Oh, we have a we have another caller here on the line. The Kings won, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the Kings won, yeah. The Sacramento Kings, oh yeah, the Kings won, yeah. Fox is so fast. Subbanus so
3: is so strong, yeah. Coach Mike is so smart, yeah. They are the playoff bound, yeah. yeah.
2: Dude, Island Boys are are one and zero in their predictions this year. They're Kings fans. They <laughs> hopped on the bandwagon. They are the playoffs. They said they were going to make the playoffs, and sure enough, they are on their way. So uh, don't don't ruin us now. Shout out to Derek. He loves the victory song. Yeah, yeah. We're training everybody to like the Island Boys, including myself here on the channel. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Keegan Murray for making it to the Rising Stars Challenge. I'm excited for that. Uh, One thing about playing in Sacramento is you don't get a lot of eyeballs on you, right? We're still not getting national televised games, even though we're the third team in the Western Conference. Keegan Murray's absolutely killing it. Yes, there's a little bit more on the Kings this year because they are winning basketball games, but Keegan Murray's got a chance to shine. You see what I did there? At the Rising Stars Stars Challenge. So I'm definitely, definitely excited for that. All right, next up. Um... All-Star reserves, we said, are announced tomorrow. So make sure you it's guys stay tuned big day for that. For Sacramento Kings fans should be And Kings players. Herder should be in the three-point competition. I really, really hope he is. Maybe that'll help him uh, snap out of his, his shooting slump. Um, also, I, I mentioned it kind of briefly earlier. De'Aaron Fox moves in, back into number one uh, in clutch scoring in the NBA, which is exciting. And clutch scoring is defined as... A five-point game in the last five minutes. Is that is that clutch? Are you cool with that? Is does it I'm need f- to be better? I'm fair in the last with two that I think is what Ethan was saying. Um,
3: yeah. I, I mean, if it's five, if the game is within five points. I think five minutes is
2: okay. But okay, do you think they should do like a thirty seconds at the end of half, uh, or you know what I mean, like clutch? Uh, I I mean you could. That's the problem with these
3: statistics, right, <laughs> is you could make them these advanced analytics and all that stuff. You can get way, way, way crazy with it. I think this one you, you'd you keep it pretty simple here. End of the game,
2: five points or less, five minutes. There you go. You heard it here. Um, I hope you got your keys for the Pacers game because I don't have them written down. Uh, I can make something up. OK, perfect. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> OK, a uh, couple more things to mention. Oh, I, I bragged about Mike Brown and what I love what he's doing to this team. He's really helping out. Like like I said, the guy is is one thing I really love when I you know, when I work at a new job or when I go to a job is people that are in high positions that nothing is below them. Right. You know, you're the GM, but you're not afraid to sweep the floor, even though it's not your job. You help the team and you sweep the floor at occasions when it's dirty, and it makes everybody's job easier. It kind of solidifies everything. Everybody is one team. They're all working together. That's kind of how I see Mike Brown. He's not afraid to do the little things, to help help the rookie, right? He's not pushing an assistant coach on him. Oh, you go tell the rookie what to do. He's out there front and center telling him what to do, helping him. Uh, I think that's huge for developing culture here in Sacramento. So shout-out to Mike Brown. I, I should probably give him a shout-out every single uh, episode. Uh, but I want to hear from you. What is Mike Brown's chances at winning Coach of the Year?
3: I mean, I said this months ago. I think his chances are really good. Every win, his his chances get better and better. Um, you know, certainly, I think that the voters give a lot of stake and credit to the teams that go wire to wire. Uh, the Boston Celtics have had the best record in the NBA all season long, and they have a guy that they did not expect to be their head coach either. Yep. he's def- Joe Mazzola is definitely going to get some consideration for that award. But I think if you look at the teams in the top six or you know top three of each conference, the Kings are the only team that nobody expected to be in that position. Uh, for them to have this, a bunch of new players, a young team, a first-year head coach, have a better than 500 record on the road, better than 500 record after a loss, that's direct results of of the coaching staff making a huge change from uh, last year to this year. Yep. So uh, to say that Mike Brown isn't a front runner or has, you know, one of the best chances to win the award currently, I think, is being facetious.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, Ty, I see you here on the Twitter spaces requesting to come up. We're live on YouTube, so give me a second. We just got to finish one more thing, and I would love to hear from you. Also, uh, I love the name change, so shout out to you for that. Uh, also, remind everybody here, you can join us on Twitter spaces and have your voice heard. Uh, follow us on Twitter, royal underscore rebounds. I'll be hanging out in the space an hour, maybe two hours after the stream ends if you want to talk. Uh I'll be there. Okay, last thing to talk about before we move on, Calvin. And and this is kind of something that hit pretty close to home uh, for me, and it's Sacktown Royalty. Yeah. Uh, do you ever go to their website or yes. use Sacktown Royalty? Yes. They've been around for a really long time. Um, I think James Ham started writing for them originally. That's how he became famous. Shout out. Uh, a couple other sports writers. But some unfortunate news. Um, they are being uh, defunded, or the funding from Vox Media has been pulled from Sacktown Royalty at the end of this month. So they currently have three writers that are on part-time, uh, and they are getting paid through the end of the month. However, at the end of the month, they are cutting everything off, don't know what's going to happen to Sacktown Royalty. There's an article on their website explaining it. It doesn't sound good, so it's really, really unfortunate, and the timing is just horrible. This... This website, this publication has been around for so, so long. Finally, the Kings get good and their funding gets pulled. So very, very sad. Please go and support Sacktown Royalty if you can. And that's just a reminder to to everybody, right, that support the creators that you enjoy. If you enjoy us here on the show support us. You can hit the like button. You could subscribe to the channel. Uh, We will be rolling out channel memberships here uh, in the next week or so. I'll explain more on that later. But basically, there's going to be extra emojis, something next to your name. There's going to be a private group, uh, stuff like that. So please, please, please support all the creators. If you love Deuce and Mo, show them some love. If you love Sacktown Pete, show them some love. Everybody uh, that puts out videos for the sacramento kings or content writes articles, whatever Please if you get any value from them, please please support them uh, I'm going to be putting in all of our youtube videos going forward in the description I'll be putting links to all the other kings channels that I like I'm going to be putting links to all the websites that I enjoy the post sacramento kings things on them So uh, i'm just please, i'm just telling everybody If you like content that people are creating, support them because you never know when they won't be there uh, any longer. And and it makes me really, really sad to hear about Sacktown Royalty. Um, I I really hope they can figure it out because they have been invaluable uh, for the Kings. Okay, let's stay positive, Calvin. Let's move forward. Let's talk about the next game against the Pacers. I'm going to bring Ty up on stage because I want to hear from him. Uh, We'll let him get connected here. And uh, and then I'll ask you. So you got a couple more minutes to work on your keys, Ty. What's up, buddy? How are you, man?
5: Ah, uh, good day, good day, mate. How's it going?
2: Good day, good day.
5: You know, I got to come in extra Aussie today because why the hell not?
2: I like it. Can you can you say light the beam real quick?
5: No. Oh
4: my <laughs> God, are
2: you serious?
5: Uh, uh, no, no, uh, I've already had. Daily and stuff, try to get me to say light the beam. I'm not going to say it. No.
2: Will you say it if we beat the Pelicans? Oh, I don't the fuck no. What the fuck? Let's make a bet. Let's make a bet, dude. If the Kings win, you got to say light the beam. If the Pelicans win, uh, what do I have to do?
5: If that's the case, I got to think about it. Well, I doubt it, but I'll think about it. I'll give it a four. Okay? Okay. Ooh. But um, I'll say it. I didn't watch the game today, to, to be honest, because I refuse to watch the Spurs. It's just as simple as that. I say it to everyone. I can't watch Popovich play the 11th and 12th and 13th man in the first and second quarter. Like, that, that's telling me you're a tanking team, right? But I heard you talk about Indiana. So I kind of wanted to talk about you guys are so my keys to the game, right? No one's gave this, so it was okay if I could give mine?
2: Please. Well, hold on, hold on real quick. I got a couple more questions for you before you get rambling, Ty, because I know you love to talk. But first uh, off, how long have you lived in Australia?
5: My entire life.
2: Okay. Have you ever heard of the Australian kiss? What? So what? Do you know what an Australian kiss is? I've never heard that. What the fuck? Do you know what a French kiss is?
5: Yeah, I've the
2: French kiss. So the Australian kiss is very similar to the French kiss, but it's down under.
3: Oh, my
5: goodness.
2: All right, give me your kiss Isn't keys, this again. on YouTube? Isn't <laughs> this have, on YouTube uh, Ty, before I... you do
3: that, we have a couple, a few other, actually, Aussies that have frequent this chat. They want to know what state you're in.
5: What was that, sorry?
3: I said we have a, a few other Aussies that watch this channel uh, pretty regularly, and some of them are asking what state you're in.
2: Oh, I'm from New South Wales. I didn't even hear that.
3: I didn't either, but hopefully everybody else did.
5: Uh, do you want me to repeat it? Why not? <laughs> okay. I said I'm from New South Wales.
2: There we go. Okay. okay thank you. New, new something.
3: All right. Let's talk about Indiana. On, to
2: Indiana. On to Indiana. Give me your keys to the game.
3: All right. Number one, attack
5: that fraud, Miles Turner. See, I'm sick and tired of hearing this Miles Turner hype. Of being this great defender, I am telling you, I want. To, if he doesn't do this, I am disappointed. Sabonis better get 20 and 15 bare minimum. With Turner being such a weak rebounder, him being weak, just in general, Sabonis should dominate that matchup. Number two, Indiana also likes to play fast. They're one of the teams which is very close to Sacramento on pace. So it's really going to be of who can play faster at the end of the day. And I think Halliburton is a game-time decision. Uh, I'm pretty sure they play the Lakers and then they play you guys, so they've got a back-to-back. If Halliburton plays, yeah, you've definitely got to get back on defense. You know what I mean? Mike Brown, if he has to call his iconic one-minute, two-minute timeouts into the game, he's going to have to because with Halliburton as that team, it makes them completely different. Like the offense run, Miles Turner looks ten times better. Buddy Hield looks a lot better. Um, you know, what I mean, just everyone on that pieces team really strives with Halliburton. And then number four, I mean, just overall. How it, many keys
2: do you have for this game?
5: <laughs> well, I mean, what there's a lot, three? mate.
3: I I I missed three. I
5: I, well, I have one more anyway. So okay. my my last one is. Just don't be worried if you get into a shooting swap, right? It's if that happens, because I've been noticing this attack, like cut. I want these guys to cut off uh, off the ball more since they haven't been doing that recently. And yeah.
2: Thank you, Ty. appreciate you, man. I'm just giving you a hard time. I always enjoy talking hoops with you.
5: I know. I know.
2: Appreciate your keys to the game. I'm going to move on here to Joseph. I want to hear his keys to the game. Uh, And then, Calvin, I got to wrap up the live stream. And like I said, I'll be on on Twitter Spaces for an hour or two afterwards. So, I'd love to talk with you a little bit more. Joseph, you're up, buddy. We're talking about Kings Pacers on Friday. What's up, Joseph?
4: What's up, man? What's
2: up? Light the beam. Hell yeah, light the beam. Okay, finally somebody says light the beam. Give me your keys to the game on it's Friday. A Kings fan thing,
4: we you know. I am a Kings. Um, keys to the game. All right, so not sure if Halliburton plays, so don't know about that. But uh, yeah, attack the paint if uh, you know. If the threes aren't falling, uh, get to the basket. You know, run everything through uh, Sabonis. I like Monk. I like what he does. I do Coming do off that. the bench, um, you know, force Buddy to dribble the ball off his knee. He uh, <laughs> <laughs> does that in a lot. <laughs> yeah, but um, but for reals, uh, definitely contain Buddy. Don't want him to get hot. Um, yeah, just just come out, come out with a defensive intensity and try
2: to put that away. Awesome, dude! I love it. Can you give me a prediction?
4: Score prediction?
2: Uh. Whatever prediction you want.
4: I think it'll be a close one. I'm going to say uh, one, 115 Kings to 110 Pacers.
2: I like it. I like it. I mean, I, I'd like a little close bit game. more of a blowout, but I, I do game. like the win. So I'm really, really happy about that. Um, if
4: Halliburton doesn't play, I'll predict a blowout.
2: Okay. I like that. Perfect. We got to get back to the show here, Joseph. You got anything uh, else you want to say to everybody that's watching live on YouTube?
3: Uh, Fox and Sabonis better be in that All Star lineup. Oh man, I was going to ask you that exact question if they're going to be in that game tomorrow.
2: Appreciate you, Joseph. Um, we will talk to you some more after after the stream's done. All right, Calvin. Well. <laughs> Now I feel like you're cheating because, like, you didn't do your homework. <laughs> you're unprepared. You you showed up to the test without your number two pencil. It's not even sharpened. Give me your keys to the game.
3: I always take tests that way, and I do pretty well. So uh, I'm, I'm, read, I'm ready for this. Um, no, but seriously – both of these guys are right. The, the Indiana Pacers are such a different team with Tyrese Halliburton. So yeah. I actually didn't even realize he had been upgraded to a game time decision at this point. I, I didn't think there was a chance he would play in this game. If he doesn't, um, well, I should say when he has played for them, they were all the way up to like fifth in the Eastern Conference playoffs. They were a much surprised team just like the Sacramento Kings. So he will completely change the complexity of the game, even if he hasn't played that much, because we know how well Tyrese sees the floor. We know how good being Kings fans, uh, having a a relationship, watching him, how good he is in the pick and roll, how much the Kings struggle defensively when they guard, when they have to guard good, uh, you know, solid guards like that on the perimeter. And it doesn't stop with him. Benedict Matherin has had a huge rookie season, Uh, He's a guy that can get to the basket at will, a weakness for the Kings. So I will say perimeter defense in general, pick and roll defense is going to be very important for this game. Yes, transition as well, getting back uh, on D, playing passing lanes well like they've done over the past couple of weeks. Uh, And then there's a lot of intriguing matchups in this game. The Sabonis returning to Indiana, Miles Turner just getting his extension. Uh, That's a big time matchup. I think Sabonis should be able to take full advantage of it. I agree with Ty. He should dominate inside, Uh, maybe draw a bunch of fouls uh, on Miles Turner, who does uh, protect the rim pretty well. A lot of block shots in his career, average wise. Uh, But if Sabonis is able to get him on the low block, he should own that matchup, I think, every single time. So I I will say perimeter defense, pick and roll defense, uh, and then continuing to get, uh, you know, some good play from the bench here. Because as we saw today, you know, even though San Antonio's bench scores a lot, when the Kings bench scores on top of that, we know how good the starting lineup is. They're almost impossible to beat.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. First off, I want to give a shout-out to Robin. Robin, I saw you here in the chat. appreciate you joining and watching. Also, shout-out to Fred Dix. And I saw Fred. uh, Didn't get a chance to talk to him on Twitter spaces, but shout-out to Fred. Also, dude, check this out. Roar with us. We got these. Yes, first we game did. of the season, only game we, game we got to go to this year. They lost, didn't light the beam, but hey, I got a t-shirt that I got to wear here on the stream, so that is pretty exciting. Uh, my three keys, because I'm not like Ty, I'm not giving four, five, six, not seven, not eight, not nine. I'm giving three keys to the game. My first key, and, and just to start out here, yeah, give me a thumbs down. <laughs> my uh, My first key to the game, because I'm not worried about Fox. I'm not worried about Sabonis. I think both of those guys know what this is, right? This is a revenge game. This is Fox proving to Halliburton that they made the right decision. This is Sabonis proving to the Kings that they made the right decision. So my three keys to the game. First off, if, if Halliburton plays, keep the ball out of his hands. Whatever you can do, try to get the ball out of Halliburton's hands. Key number two, make Buddy a playmaker. Take away the three if you can. Make him try and make plays because we know as healthy as Buddy's been with the Kings, which is one of his best attributes, he's good at shooting the three ball. He's not a great ball handler. He makes mistakes, especially in clutch situations. So I'm going to make Buddy uh, as much much of a a ball handler as I can. My third key to the game is going to be get the three-point shooters going. I'm talking about Kevin Herter. I'm talking about Harrison Barnes. I'm talking about Keegan Murray. Whatever you can do to get those guys shooting again, making buckets, I think will be good and help the Kings finish up the rest of this seven-game road trip. Definitely. I like those. Calvin, give me a a score prediction on this game. Well, it
3: def- Tyrese Saliburton definitely changes the final score of this game if he plays or not. But I, I will say the Kings are going to continue the road winning streak. I'm going to go 117 to 108.
2: Okay. So even better defense than tonight, huh? Yes. How many turnovers for Buddy Heald? If
3: Tyrese plays, it's going to be 126 to 119.
2: Okay. How many turnovers for Buddy in this game?
3: I'll go... I think he's gonna shoot it a lot. I don't think he's gonna put it on the floor too much. Okay, he's gonna let it fly. That Clay so, Thompson, yeah, no dribbles. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go f- three turnovers for Buddy. Okay,
2: I was thinking four, but I'm hoping more for like seven. Seven would be great. That would be incredible. But I think you're right. I think he's gonna try to just shoot it as much as he can. Yeah, not dribble it. Which I don't know how do you how do you force a three point shooter to become a playmaker.
3: Well, it starts with not being not giving them space. I mean, it, it's a very difficult thing, right? Because you have to help side defense is so important in today's NBA with how much the floor is spread and how good guys are uh, getting to the basket. But if Buddy's the type of guy where if he knocks down a couple, it's like locked laser locked on the yeah. every time he touches the ball, it's going to go up. So not giving him too much space and then closeouts are, are in absolutely huge here Uh, I would even jump screens uh, on him I would blitz screens try to to force him to make a decision you know earlier than he wants to
2: yeah Sass says force Halliburton to drive right you agree with that
3: yeah uh, Halliburton loves to drive left Uh, he makes great decisions I would say he makes good decisions going both ways but yeah force him right Uh, you know force him You want to try to take away the the initial direction of the screen.
2: Yeah. And Joe, shout out to Joe. Joe says, Kings have almost 30 wins before the All-Star break. That is incredible, Calvin. That is absolutely incredible. Seven games left to the All-Star break. The Kings have 29 wins right now. Not saying they're going to win the next seven, but they got a good chance to get to even 35 wins before the all-star break. That uh, I mean, would just
3: be incredible.
2: Let's look at the rest of the schedule here. Uh, I mean, th- there's Indiana on Friday. Sunday there's New Orleans, which we're definitely going to we're going to murder them, Ty. Uh come up with Longest the bet. losing streak in the NBA right now belongs to the Pelicans? The New Orleans Pelicans. Wow. Shout out to them. Ty, dude, come up with this bet, bro. I I, I know you want to. Um and then two games against Houston. Uh when is the all-star break? February. It's like right around Right around Valentine's Day. I know the deadline is the 9th. The, the trade deadline, deadline is the 9th. One, two, three. It's maybe four, the next five, week. Six, it's seven, at the weekend
3: after the Super Bowl?
2: Yeah, yeah. So then we've got two games against Dallas, a game against Phoenix, and then the All-Star break commences. So right after, right after Valentine's Day. So... Another exciting week of Kings basketball. Uh, we want to thank you guys all for joining in on this episode. Please don't forget to smash up that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Calvin, you got any last words for the royal family out there?
3: Thanks for watching. Sorry I wasn't my normal self today. Uh, uh, you know, extenuating circumstances, all that. But uh, we'll be back on Friday. And yep. go Kings. Like the beam.
2: Yeah, thank you guys so much for watching. Like Calvin said, we appreciate you all so, so much for taking the time out of your day to hang out here with us. Uh, We love you guys so much. And as Calvin said, go Kings. We'll see you guys on Friday.
3: Oakland, California, by the way, was the answer to the Mai Tai question.
2: That's my bouncer right there.